Welcome to Been There, Watch That. We are on episode number 40 with Throw Mama from a Train. 1987, this one came from our list of fan-submitted recommended movies, and we encourage other people, anybody that has an idea for something that we have not reviewed and you want to hear our take on it, check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube at BTWTPod. Also, been there, watch that.com for past reviews. Took a little break and we're back. Yeah, had a week, a week off, off, but uh, we're back now. And man, what a good way to come back, in my opinion. An old, uh, <laughs> you know, older 80s movie, which I'm a huge fan of. First and, uh, time watcher here. <clears throat> a, lot, a lot of these older ones, usually, I'm the guy that hasn't seen it. Yeah. Uh, this was the first time viewing yeah. for me as well. Yeah, I saw this a long time ago. <coughs> and it, it's tricky because Billy Crystal was pretty popular in the 80s and then, right. you know, kind of went away. And, Maybe you know, the past episode, we're right. kind of trying to rack our brains like, <coughs> have we seen a whole lot of Billy Crystal movies? We're Billy to Crystal, yeah. But I thought he was good in this one. Yes, very, very entertaining. Convincing, played it well. Yeah, you want to give us a rundown, Joe? Sure can. Larry, an author with a cruel ex-wife, Margaret, teaches a writing workshop where Owen, one of his students, is fed up with his domineering mother. When Owen watches a Hitchcock classic that seems to mirror his own life, he decides to put the movie's plot into action and offers to kill Margaret if Larry promises to murder his mom. Before Larry gets a chance to react to the plan, it seems that Owen has already sealed Margaret's fate. <clears throat> so, for the casting call... We have Danny DeVito. He's, he plays Owen. And Mr. DeVito is known for Matilda, Batman Returns, and Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Billy Crystal plays Larry Donner. And uh, he's known for The Princess Bride, which you can go back and watch on our archives. City Slickers, When Harry Met Sally, and Analyze This. Anne Ramsey plays Mama. And she also starred in The Goonies, Scrooged, and Any Which Way You Can. Kate Mulgrew plays Margaret, and she's known for Orange is the New Black, Star Trek Voyager, and Star Trek Nemesis. Rob Reiner plays Joel, and he's uh, was known for the, the Princess Bride, which you can, again, hear in our archives, All in the Family, and The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, yeah, I forgot he's in The Wolf of Wall Street. Hey, I thought he did a good job. Yes, he did. In this movie. Yes. Yeah, he was believable. Yes. Kind of threatening. Cut, cutthroat guy, uh, you know, manager, or I don't know what you call him there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Manager? Yeah, that's right. So. Or yeah. Agent? Agent. 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 There you go. Yeah. And Bruce Kirby plays Detective Benedito, and he's known for the Muppet movie and Stand By Me. Ranford Morales. Yeah. Played Lester. I thought he did a good job, too. Yes. He was funny in it. Yes. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Burke played Pinsky, and uh, Ray's known for the Naked Gun movies and Doc Hollywood. Hmm. And last but not least, Olivia Brown plays Ms. Gladstone, and she's known for 48 Hours, Miami, Miami Vice, and Designing Women. Yeah. You left Oprah Winfrey off the list, which uh, she kind of played herself. Right. Yeah. She played herself. And the only thing she's known for is her show. So. <clears throat> yeah. That's, I saw her on the list of cast characters, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't make a little appearance there. Yeah. Interviewing his uh, ex-wife, who he just cannot contain his hate for, <laughs> Billy Crystal. Yeah. 
Inter- interesting movie across the board. Really good fan subsmi- submission. So if you're out there listening, you got some good movies to throw our way, please do because it makes it interesting. The more fan uh, interaction we have, so yes, always a huge bonus to have a good list to pull from and so forth. So, but uh, yeah. So what'd you guys think overall? Throw Mama from the Train. There's only it's kind of crazy. That's the title, but there's only one point about the train. Yeah. Uh, in yeah. in literal sense, in a right. literal sense. But so what do you all think? I thought odd. In a good way, though. Entertaining, okay. but odd. And little, definitely dark at times. And yeah, strange. Look, yeah, and kind of a wild ride because mm-hmm. you just... For a comedy, it's not it's not your typical comedy. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of hidden agendas in here. Yes. And a lot of little uh, Easter eggs. Like, I don't... Did you guys relate that it was based off of... Not based off of, but kind of tied to like a Hitchcock film, right. which might be before your all's time. I started to pick up on that a little. It's bit. kind of behind before my time, but you know I do know some Hitchcock movies. Well, I I did read that on the synopsis before I started watching okay. it. Yeah, because it, it said it was kind of a, <clears throat> this was kind of a spoof of a Hitchcock yeah. movie. Yeah, and then two strangers on a train. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. turns and out that they need to be the for the Hitchcock movie to be part of the plot too that yeah they yeah yeah they uh, they threw that in there yeah to the movies by himself basically and he basically he thinks mistakenly that uh billy crystal's character is trying to give him a secret message yeah yeah, yeah. Watches, uh, <laughs> go watch <laughs> alfred hitchcock why don't you yeah, okay he goes and watches this movie and like the characters on screen are saying if you eliminate the motive then yeah so yeah they're look. mirroring what larry had said to him and then it's like <laughs> crisscross crisscross yeah uh, interesting stuff. The two people could commit murders for each other. Like you two kill, strangers. You, you, you kill somebody that I need killed, and I'll kill somebody, and then the police wouldn't be able to figure it out because they're like, "Well, there's no motive here." But no yeah. motive, no link. Yeah. If, if you have an alibi, I'm like, oh, well, I was over at the bowling alley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny that we were sitting here talking about the Hitchcock movie because there was a lot of work to make that Hitchcock clip happen yes yeah they had to go back and forth between the studios and yeah big fiasco yeah Yeah. orion needed to approach warner brothers about getting permission to use the reference of strangers on a train but warner wasn't keen to cooperate so warner realized that orion still owned the rights to a movie called arthur which was released in 1981 so they traded the alfred hitchcock classic for the arthur or an arthur sequel arthur 2 on the Rocks, which was released in 1988, turn, which Arthur II turned out to be a complete disaster at the box office, whereas Throw Mama from a Train was the 13th most successful movie of 1987. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because... Wow, yeah. really? Arthur yeah. II, I thought, that sounds like a flop to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ryan Films came, uh, came out pretty good on that one. Just looking at the movie poster, it's kind of funny because after seeing the movie and knowing all the craziness that goes on, it's just Billy Crystal sitting on a train, some train tracks, and Dana DeVito's kind of asking him to do something, and he's uh, got his hand on his head. Just you couldn't tell from the poster that it's going to be this craziness. So. Yeah, this wild ride of yeah. because the yeah the, the movie poster. It's just Danny and him sitting. Yeah. Yeah. It. It. it it's complete mind-boggling on how a simple concept, because the the movie poster and the title movie of the movie is, and once you start watching it, it's way more in, in a deeper. As soon as movie you see the title, you're like, "This is something." 
funny going on here with this movie. Yeah, who, who you, you'd a, think more than just five minute clip of a train would be involved. Who would, yeah, who would name a movie "Throw Mama from the Train"? Yeah, it's... and and you would think, it, and just from the sound of it, it sounded like it'd be like a monster movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. Never would you think it was a comedy starring Billy Crystal and Danny DeVito. I had no idea what I was getting into with this one. <laughs> Is there? Dave, Dave got the way a little bit. He saw that on the. We we spun the wheel a couple times and it came up. Yeah. As one of the options from the fan list. Yeah. I like Danny DeVito, though. I mean, I like him and always sunny. I haven't seen him in a whole lot of stuff, but he's, he's always good. He uh, fits a certain character. Uh, have you guys ever seen Romancing the Stone? No. no. Okay, that's, that's probably one of the earliest ones I remember him kind of being in. But See, the earliest one I remember... Could be wrong completely. I'm not positive. Was it when he was in Twins? Yeah, Twins was after that. So Romance in the Stone was pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, that's it's funny how you know a character you would not look at Danny DeVito necessarily and say that guy is going to be an outstanding actor. And then cause just because he's short, he's a little round, you know, he talks funny. But man, he and Joe Pesci have really you know just found roles that they made work. Only Joe P- Joe Pesci has made a lot of appearances in our house the last week or so. Sadie, uh, I've shown Sadie the Home Alone movies, and Joe Pesci's one of the funniest guys around right now. Oh yeah, Home Alone. He's <laughs> yes. been a lot of stuff, and then just the the way they've expanded their acting. You know, Joe Pesci impressed me in Casino. You know, just a vicious little mob guy. Yeah, but you know, yeah, it's in that uh, newer one, the Netflix. Scorsese. Uh, I'll look it up. You <laughs> I was going to say, you better know the name because I don't know that. But in, in Joe Pesci, he's known for Casino and a lot of these monster mm-hmm. movies and mobster movies. The Irishman, sorry. The Irishman, okay. Yeah, there. And then he does a, a family flick like Home Alone yeah, and, yeah. and completely switches. Ro- yeah, 180 gears. degree different. Yes. Yeah. So they could consider, and Joe, I know you like to ask role reversal. Oh, would you let's, rather? Yeah, let's do roller or if you would you rather? Let's okay. do that because okay. I'm I'm anxious. I'm chomping at the bit. Okay. Are there? Uh, was there? A, yeah. Is there some background? Yeah. There, on yeah. Who they were considering? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, throw it at me. I haven't seen any of this. Okay. So for the role of Larry Donner. Yep. Uh, what do you think of Bill Murray? Plausible. I'm a no. Really? Yeah, I'm definitely a no. Okay, I have to ask both of you guys why. I think Bill Murray's too goofy for it. Because okay. you had that, like, Billy Crystal pulled off the whole New York accent, um, nervous energy slash fast talking, where Bill Murray's kind of not that. Right. You know, Bill Murray's goofy and, you know, slow kind of comedy, where yeah. Billy Crystal kind of has that energy of, yeah, I'm a paranoid knucklehead, you know, worrywart. Right. type person you know he had that energy and his anxiousness about him yeah that i think he just hit out of the park yeah so the character so, so justin why are you giving this one a maybe dave sway me i agree <laughs> yeah <laughs> bill murray's out he just sway me okay what about tom hanks nope he's always they're always trying to get him in everything yeah. no but, uh, i think the same reason although i think tom hanks might be a little closer but i don't think tom hanks had the 
seriousness that Billy Crystal brought to it. Yeah. I mean, I've seen Tom Hanks in uh, Castaway. Right. And loved him in it. Loved him in it. But he was that guy. He was a thoughtful, caring guy where Billy Crystal was just kind of, I don't know, he he nailed that anxious, paranoid. Yeah. You know, just where he, this is crazy. Out this is crazy, yeah. yeah. He just oh, well, Tom, out. yeah, well, Tom Hanks, he was a, a big grab back then because that was when Bosom Buddies oh, yeah. and Big and all yep. that. I mean, he was. Oh, don't get me wrong. Tom Hanks is yeah. one of my favorites. Oh, And he too. could play a lot of different things. Absolutely. I just, you know, I think Billy Crystal was the right choice because he just talked fast. You know, that's even like in Princess Bride. You know, Billy Crystal was there because of his voice, I felt. Right. You know, because they had him dressed up. You couldn't even recognize him. Right. But he kind of had that voice and, you know. Kind of almost nasally slash, I don't even know. But. Yeah, just, just even though you knew it was him, mm-hmm. even though you could see it wasn't him, he was still able to, yeah. to bring his his magic, Charisma his charm. It, yeah. yeah. So that's why I think he nailed this one. I think that's why he's perfect for it. Okay. All right, so moving on to Owen. Yeah. And I've got a, Owen. A, a list of names here. Oh, really? Yes. First on the list, Robin Williams. Robin Williams and Billy Crystal. Maybe. I'm going to say maybe. Uh, he's able to... I'm, I'm it's, having, it's, I'm having a know. hard one. I'm wanting to say no. Yeah. But... How come? I want to say no, no because he has so much energy that I think he would kind of overdo it. But on the flip side of that coin, we watched... Um, what did we just watch he starred in? Awakening? Yeah, Awakenings, where he's such a serious role. He he has such a broad spectrum. It's it's hard to I kinda agree with you though. He he does he's not like Owen is a lackluster, very plain, can't think fast right. type guy. Innocent. He's innocent. Yes. Where Robin Williams is ornery. Right. And I, I don't get me wrong, I think it would have been great either way. But I think it would be a harder sell for Robin Williams because he's so over the top. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying that in a degrading way. No, no, I got you. I mean, he's a comedian. Yes. He is definitely a comedian. He's um, an on-stage comedian. Yeah, it's so hard he, to picture Robin Williams in some of those scenes where he's like kind of trying to sneak around to kill Billy Crystal's ex-wife. But yeah, like he, he would. Cause they if, need to be able to pull off a creepy Yeah, because yes. even when uh, the wife is on the couch with the gardener, you know, and he pulls down the magazine, just, you know, okay, you know. I can't see that being anybody but Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. Yeah, because for Cause Ro- just the facial expression and just his nonchalance. Okay, yeah, whatever. We'll look at this magazine. Okay, slide the magazine back. Yeah, where he's sneaking around, I could almost see Rob Williams kind of just doing a funny, you know, uh, sneak, trying to trying to get an extra laugh in. It's, yeah, it seems like Robin's not quite creepy enough or <laughs> believable as uh, somebody that would actually go through with something like that. Although, have you ever seen um, One Hour Photo? Yes. No. Yeah. That, cha- that, that will change... Yeah, that's the thing. He could totally surprise me. Yes. He probably could have pulled it Yeah, up. One Hour Photo's on my list. That one is... Is a completely undervalued Robin Williams flick, in my opinion. On your list? Yes, on my list. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I see that. I just, I don't think, I don't think he'd have been right for this role. I mean, Danny DeVito pulled it off. He's short. He's chubby. You know, right? Lacking hair. He just, he has that whole nativity about him, where, you know, unassuming, not. Yeah, mama's boy. Yeah, still is at home with his mom. Yeah. You know, childish, you know, coin collection type deal. 
Oh. Just super naive, you know. Doesn't, says, yeah. This is a quarter. <laughs> yeah. This also is a quarter, and this is a nickel. But you know what I mean? He has that innocence about him yeah. that I think Danny DeVito pulled off perfectly. Right. It'd be hard for me to see him replace anybody. What about Joe Pesci? Ah, Joe Pesci's uh, too mean. Because yeah. he would have already thrown Mama from the train. Yeah, yeah. I... <laughs> done and done. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, what about Dudley Moore? Uh, too English. <laughs> okay, here's one that this is going to draw up some discussion. Yeah. John Candy. Nah, too That's big. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, too big. Crazy. Can't, I can't see that. I mean, John Candy's got a good disposition for this, but nah, he okay. doesn't fit the physical profile. Okay. I mean, you just you, I, the body I, type. I can't help but think that because Danny DeVito is so short. That made it more convincing. And so round, yeah, it's just like, yep, that's our guy. Because I think, I think acting ability, I think John Kenny could pull it yeah, off. But I'm yeah, with you guys. Yeah. I think it's the physical stature that yeah. kills it for oh, John yeah. Six Kenny. foot four son that can't kill his mama's kind of, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that would be uh, bullied around by his yeah. mom, too. It's hard to picture John Kenny. Doing. Right. Easy to picture Danny. Yeah, it's, I mean, he fit the role. Nothing against him because he plays a lot of mag- magnificent roles, but you know this one, yeah, he played it up. He's good. Okay, what about Bob Hoskins? I don't know who that is, but uh, he was in Roger Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, uh, okay. Um, no, nah, maybe, but maybe, probably. I mean, I don't know. I'm sold on Danny DeVito for this role. Okay, Christopher Lloyd. No way. <laughs> Again, stature. He's tall. And here's, a, he, I already know the answer to this one. John Goodman. Oh, definitely not. Yeah, Same thing. It's oh. stature. Yeah. Yeah, you had to have a short person for this role. Now, this one, I don't understand how he ended up in this category. I could buy him into the other category, but not this one. Michael Keaton. Oh, definitely not. I could almost see him in the Larry role. Yeah, he could do Larry. Yeah, but I don't see how he got on the list for uh, yeah. one. And yeah. That's a good point, though. You just reminded me of a good Michael Keaton movie. Okay, well then I'm going to stop talking long enough for you to write it down because we had this discussion before the show where you remember something and then by the time you get someplace to write it down, you forget. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Usually when I'm driving, I'm like, man, that'd be a great movie. And then an hour later after I'm driving to somewhere, I forget what it was. Now this one, I could almost buy into, so I'm anxious to see where you guys land on this one. John Lithgow. And I know you guys have... Nah, nah, I'm still going to oh, say Oh, no, 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 that one who I was thinking it was. Never mind, sorry. Yeah. yeah. No. No, he couldn't pull that one off. I was thinking of he was on Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live. He was in uh, John Belushi. No, not John Belushi. Oh, I'm trying to think what he. I was. never watched Saturday Night Live, so I don't know. Uh, his. I don't remember his name, but anyway. Anyway, yeah, John Lithgow. No, the stature. He's he, he's tall. Uh, yeah. Is there I, any supporting characters that you guys felt like were a little shallow? I'm going back. I gotta go back to the cast here. Okay. Quick question: What uh, Danny DeVito directing this? I mean, he directed it. Would, is there any way he would have cast someone else, or did he already have himself locked in for that role? I mean, I don't know. Wonder if he's directing it and thinking I'll be, you know, the side character, or if he was open to bringing someone else in and just being the director and not even being. There. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Uh, that's a good, I did not realize he question. was the director. Yeah. Hmm. Now, I do have to say, um, Anne Ramsey's portrayal of Mama 
Oh gosh, yeah, perfect, that, perfect, <laughs> yeah. perfect. Yeah, I, I can. She got nominated for a couple of best supporting, like a Academy Award best supporting actor. Yeah, well, well deserved. I yeah. mean, it's cr- kind of crazy though because a movie like this, a dark comedy. Yeah. To be nominated like that, I mean, that's. that's well, awesome. she played it off, and I hate to say it, I mean, but she had the right look, you know, old, ugly, mean lady. Yeah. You know, and then she had throat cancer during this. Yes. And so that helped her voice be gravelly and gave her a little bit of a speech impediment where she was having, you know, issues with her health. Which, but I thought that played right into it. I mean, just, you know, man, she was the old hag that just, you know, was mean. We'd call her, call uh, Danny DeVito Tubby and all that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all, get me up. Yeah. Get my tea. Yeah. (laughs) I really, so any poignant scenes for you? Anything that just stands out that is now your throw mama from the train? If somebody mentioned it, this is what you see in your head? Well, uh, I think I might have texted you guys or maybe just Dave over a Thanksgiving break. It happened to be playing on TV. Really? And I was, I was just at the part where uh, he's hiding in the pantry. And mm-hmm. uh, Dave DeVito, he was like, Officer, maybe you could give me some tea. Or yeah. It's like messing with him psychologically. Yeah, yeah. Which... Yeah, well, just jumping into the middle of the movie, I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah. But then watching it back through again, that, that scene was uh, more entertaining and uh, definitely had me on edge a little bit with him messing with him like that. <laughs> that, that he's a wanted man and he's hiding. Uh, yeah. Billy yeah. Crystal's hiding in the closet in the police or Pantry. Yeah. yeah. Joe, what about you? The the first scene that pops into my head is when... <laughs> <The> Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> How dumb was that? Rough. (laughs) Why? I was going to go to the scene where Mama meets Billy Crystal, and and Danny's trying to pass on. This is cousin so and so. Yeah. We don't have a cousin so and so. He just takes a fan. Oh, that's right. Wait. Yeah, you lied to me. Well, so that mine follows right after that. I have two actually. Okay. So, but mine follows right after that, where she's like, "Throw him outside in the trash before he starts to stink." Turns around, walks away. <laughs> and then the He's second at the one, bottom of the stairs. On yeah, couches, yeah. Yeah. And then the other one's uh, when they're on the train, and she's like, "The night was sultry," and he just like, "Hmm, yeah, I'm killing her." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just the way, just the way she threw it out. The night was sultry. Yeah, so, throughout the whole movie, he's just. He could not even. Yeah, like, the night was humid. The night he was can't moist. Start his was... book that he's like trying to. He just can't even get through the first sentence. He's got writer's block so bad. But, but he's comparing himself to all these like great authors that, you know, <laughs> the opening lines of uh, books are yeah, very memorable. And he he just the the night was warm. No. Yeah. <laughs> Wet. Moist. Yeah. The night was moist. Yes. <laughs> Here's what I cannot wrap my head around. Did you guys realize that Am Ramsey is only in ten has ten minutes of screen time in the entire film? No way. Yeah. No way. Yes. Well, there's the whole train, her? there's the house, she's sleeping, she's Does that include her like yelling from off screen somewhere? I'm assuming screen time is when I actually, you actually It seems see like her. she's in every I know it, every it's, clip. Yeah, but if you think about it, when she's screaming in the house, 
If you think about it, it's only a few seconds here and there when you see her. Yeah, screaming. but I mean the horn thing. Where I know the horn in her ears. I was like, I was, she's she great. She was in the whole movie, and it's like, no, she was actually just. How about sleeping with her eyes open? How freaky was that? <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Lift. I just got to tell you, Mrs. Lift. Mrs. Lift. <laughs> then she snores, and he's like, "All right, then." <laughs> yeah, I thought uh, I could throw more one more poignant scene in there. What? Yeah. Uh, he thinks Billy Crystal's was it Larry? Yeah, Larry. Thinks Owen stole his uh, his whole book idea <laughs> at the very end. Yeah, child, like pop up book. Yeah, book yeah. about us. That was pretty good. <laughs> Like, whoever made that pop-up book, that was impressive. That yes, was a nice book. Yes. I like that. It kind of recounts the story of how yeah. they met and stuff. And, yeah, that was and I liked it where scene. Owen sits there and says, Look, you move this. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hi, Larry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could tell he enjoyed it. I thought that's why Danny DeVito pulled that off so well. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Cannot imagine anybody else. What about supporting characters? You brought that up. I right? like Lester, man. I thought but Lester the, was funny. The yeah. ex-wife was not my favorite, but that's. I was supposed to be, I guess. Yeah, she was yeah. supposed to be that. Yeah, I was going to say, I could almost yeah. see the ex-wife, just about anybody in that role. I mean, it's not a... I thought his class was good. It had a good mixture. You know, you had the little pompous lady that was yeah. so proud of herself, and then you had the guy. And just, the writing you know, class. Yeah. 100 people, I want to pork, you know? <laughs> yeah. And he was serious about it. Like, he wasn't ashamed. So no. He wasn't abashed by it. He was just like, that's yeah, that's what I want to do, you know? I guess they they dubbed that over to avoid it. Yeah, writing. they were supposed to be. There's gonna be another word in there. Yeah, yeah. they was gonna is drop, drop some. Gonna be, make it R, so they made it PG by pork. Yeah. I liked it though when he was when he met Beth. They all yeah. met Beth and like girlfriend. He's like, how do you spell your name? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, don't even. <laughs> that was good. You just fell inside the 100. <laughs> yeah, he's making volume two. Yeah. <laughs> I like at the end it did become a coffee book table. Yeah, or a coffee <laughs> table table book. book. Yeah. That's uh, I yeah, thought that, that was, was crazy. Did you guys watch it that far? Did you see the credits like that? At the very end, they showed that his book became a coffee so. book table. So. Yeah, coffee table book. Yeah, I think I may have. Yeah, you had to get to there. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I was genuinely surprised by the twist. Yes. Which twist? That uh, Danny DeVito's character, Owen, never actually... Yeah, went with didn't the go through it with it. He's like, yeah, time. it took care of itself. Yeah, the, um, Larry's ex-wife is all over the news. Like, this yeah. famous writer, and he's mad because she's famous because supposedly he's, she stole his book and got famous through it. But, uh, famous yeah, she's all, all over the news that she is uh, presumed dead and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And I thought, well, she's dead. But uh, at the no. very end, there's a twist that she... Pops back up again. Yeah, fell off the boat on her own accord and saved by a fisherman who she fell madly in love with. Yeah. I don't know. It's funny. I liked Rob Reiner as Joel, mm-hmm. as his agent. I thought he was pretty funny. You know, did the old Hollywood cut and dry it all. Hey, you're fired, but, uh, you know, take this plant with you. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorites. You know, just this little silly in between. Yeah, like, and I really like I Lester. I represent writers who write stuff. Yeah. Not just. <laughs> Yeah, and I liked Lester. I thought he did a good job. And I liked the lady, you know, when he bursts into his apartment, she's like, Hey, let me help you. You know, yeah, you can do this flight. We got the time here. No, that'd work. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just oblivious to trying to have private time. Yeah. So, you know. <clears throat> so funny stuff. Hmm. Was there any did you see the movie unfold? Like even at the end when it was you know, I'm gonna go throw her off the train. 
did you guys think he was still going to go through with it? Or did you think that it would end up being, you know, like when Danny DeVito is like, ah, oh, mama's dead. You know, he's like, did you, you know, did you think when that moment happened that he actually went through with it? Or did you see that coming? No, because that was after the twist that his wife was, ex-wife was still alive, right? Yeah. yeah. So at that point, yeah, I kind of knew. That, at that point, I knew nobody was going to get murdered. Nobody's going to get murdered? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it was a funny thing to ask him, like, did you? Yeah. yeah. No, not sure. Now, originally, uh, Owen was supposed to reveal to Larry that Mama died from choking on a salted nut, but they changed. Really? Yes. Because she was complaining about it. Yeah. In the movie. He's trying to kill me. Yeah. He's giving me the, <laughs> the unsalted peanuts or something. Yeah. <laughs> trying to choke me about And the tunnel where they, for the train scene. Yeah. That is a very famous tunnel. That is the same tunnel that was in Back to the Future and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Really? Yes. I can see that. Back well, to the Future, yeah. I remember it from Back to the Future. Yeah. So is that a prop or is that a real tunnel? It's a real tunnel. It's It was filmed at the Observatory Tunnel at Griffith Park in Los Angeles. Hmm. Nice. That's pretty cool. Because I remember that Back to the Future. Yeah, it said Danny DeVito was sick throughout filming, too. He had uh, flu-like symptoms that he said... Needed cigarettes and chocolate to get through. <laughs> what a combination. Yeah. And did you see his nod to his ta- his work on the tele- the TV show Taxi? Yeah, yeah. He was riding around the cabin in Hawaii. Yeah, when he popped up in the Sunset Cab. Yep. Huh. For me, uh, a little bit of a miss was where he kept calling him back, but he'd be in, like, Totally different. Yeah, like he's tra- <laughs> two minutes later and he's, you know, 30, 30 miles, miles away, away on a different yeah. part of the island. Yeah, that it was. was a little bit of a gag that I didn't. I, didn't yeah. I thought I missed the mark a little bit. Because it, it dipped into just total fantasy, basically. Then. Well, what got me was he was calling from all these uh, different areas, but he was just saying, hey, did you kill her? Yeah, yeah. And it's like he wasn't using code words or anything no, like no. that. Like, just worried about them tracing him. Hey, genius, you know that they're tracing it back to the yeah. other guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it would just be literally a, a uh, phone booth or a, what do they call it? A payphone. Yeah, yeah payphone. payphone. Yeah, we don't <laughs> have those like anymore. Just like stuck in the ground in the middle of the woods. I know, in the middle of like somewhere, yeah. yeah. <laughs> On this island, it's just a payphone. Yes. Somebody took some liberties there with the comedy and it, when it pushed it a little bit too far I thought but because the, the rest of the movie's more uh, subdued just kind of the humor in the craziness of the situation nothing totally yeah. over the top just yeah just uh, reacting to exasperation everything exasperation Billy Crystal is going through I have to deal with this crazy <laughs> student has <laughs> he's on the well the, the little train like that he and the girl are like making out on and then Oh, it just pops up behind <laughs> eating him, chips, eating some <laughs> chips or something. Yeah, that was good. Like Owen, you can't be following me around like this. I just now, had a question. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't catch this, but it makes perfect sense. Throughout the movie, there are four scenes that foreshadow the ending occurring on a train. Did you yeah. guys catch them? Hmm. Well, I, I know the kid train. Until I just said it just now, and I'm like, wait, they're on the kid train. Yeah, the kid train. Okay. He plays with a little toy train. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. That That's the only two I know. Owen watches strangers on a train. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. And Larry and Beth are seen reading a children's book about a train in bed. Hmm. I did not remember that one. 
Easter eggs. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty neat. They did a good job on this movie with all the little foreshadowing and all the little Easter eggs and yeah. all the little things. The little things that made Twists it. Yeah. yeah. Now, this was an unexpected and unfortunately sad uh, turn of events. Uh, the movie was set in 1987, the present day. At the end of the movie, Larry and Owen, Larry and Owen meet one year later in 1988. And, of course, Larry asks how's mama and Owen replies, dead. Sadly, Anne Ramsey did die in 1988, a year after the movie was released. No way. Yeah. Wow. That's freaky. Yeah, that is. I mean, sad. It's sad, but kind of. I wonder strange. if she got her nomination before that. I don't. I'm wanting to say she probably did, but probably I don't know either. that for certain. Hmm. Well, anyway. Hmm. Bring a damper down there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Interesting stuff. It's, you can't always trust these uh, Rotten Tomatoes and people's ratings of stuff. I mean, you look at it, audience score 54% on this movie, which might make you think, well, if you didn't know anything about it, like Dave helped us out with this one because he had seen it. But yeah, I mean, if I saw that rating, I'd say, mm, probably not a safe pick. So, yeah. But you can't always trust that. There's yeah. So one more. Pretty lackluster reviews from the internet, but yeah, kind of under, underrated, yeah. Better than 50%, for sure. So, in the scene where Owen and Larry save Mama, uh, save Mama lift from the falling off the train, mm-hmm. Anne Ramsey performed the stunt herself without the use of a stunt double. Really? Yes. They were hanging her upside down. And that up. was all her. That's crazy. Especially being sick. Yeah, as sick as she was, yeah. And to, to do all that, So that, that a, so that just knocks my respect for this uh, lady up a whole other level. Yeah, that's that is pretty crazy. I wonder if she was grumpy in real life. <laughs> I gotta think so. A little bit. You gotta think a little bit. You don't get all those wrinkles from smiling your whole life. I I'm gonna take it. She's probably one of those hard nosed, no nonsense kind of ladies. You know, she could be as sweet as she want, but don't yeah. cross her. I, I could completely see her in real life just be as nice as she can be, but if you cross her, you're done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe. Hmm. That's funny. Yeah, I wonder. That's a good point. Interesting. Any more uh, cool factoids you guys came across? You guys usually have some nice behind the scenes. Uh, that one kind of got stuff. covered everything, so you know. Huh. Uh, Danny DeVito, Wacky, and Billy Crystal in the head with a frying pan took twelve shot was shot twelve times. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's kind of rough. Big frying pan, I assume. Yeah, I, 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 it was, it was definitely so. rubber. I did see hard, that because it said that uh, you know, it's rubber frying pan. You can see it bend. Really? <laughs> mm-hmm. But I gotta say that 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 was that one was a hard catch. I mean, they they shot that good enough that it was very. It wasn't an obvious. Oh yeah, that's a rubber. Yeah, skip, I would but. have never guessed that. But I just saw the factoid. Interesting. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of hard how uh, to spot a rubber frying pan in that quick of a motion. Yeah. So I didn't notice it at all. Right. Well, I mean, they, they could have shot it where it would have made it obvious, but they they tight they made it tight enough where it wasn't. Yeah. Easy to. It's quick. Yeah. You know, and the sound effects worked out well. Right. I don't know. Is there anything that you? I mean, I know, Justin, you'd mentioned the uh, calling from the different pay phones quickly indicating it wasn't real. Is there anything else you guys caught that you just didn't like or didn't buy into? I kind of question the whole part where she's like, you don't have a cousin Ira or whatever, and, and you know, but he still stays there. That, but, I mean, I don't know. Their family dynamic is really weird anyway. Yeah, it's one of those I can almost just buy into that because it's weird anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's not completely out of the realm of possibility as yeah. crazy as they are. Now, in a normal situation, yeah, that would be weird, but... Yeah, the car wreck scene was a little bit much where they drove over a cliff for like an hour. Yeah, no, yeah, no that one did take a little, a little but, while. Not bad. Early on when... No, nothing about the movie, and it's just kind of getting rolling. I thought uh, Owen's character kind of like slowly creeping up to uh, the ex-wife <laughs> with his hands like that. I thought it drug, drug out a little long, but not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I don't I know how he a little over the top with he's like oh. how do you get the money to fly to Hawaii and all that stuff? And mm-hmm. but I mean it's a movie, so you know. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think of that because. Mama must have had money. <laughs> Maybe I, you know, Owen didn't seem to have a job. You know, so I don't know. I mean, that's never stopped anybody. But I was just thinking at the time, I was like, for, to fly to Hawaii. Yeah, why? Why did the brakes go out? And they did that whole scene. They didn't say just brakes are out. <laughs> brakes just suddenly went out, <laughs> and they flew down the mountain for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Um, what do you guys think? You ready to rate it? Let's do this. Okay. Okay. We've kind of exhausted all the possibilities. This movie's not super complicated. It does have some nice twists and turns. Mm-hmm. It does have a good, interesting mix of characters. Fairly simple. Uh, but I do like the throwbacks and the Easter eggs. So kind of to sum it up, there you go. So, boys, what do you think? And if, if you're not familiar, Joe, you want to cover the rating system for people yeah. that aren't familiar? So, if you're new to listening to us, our rating system is as follows. We go all the way from burnt popcorn to... Meaning that's the absolute worst movie we've ever seen. Power to duck. Mad Max, but who's calling? <laughs> uh, all the way to Mop Bucket. And Mop Bucket is paying homage to our local movie theater, <coughs> the Roby Theater. Uh, that has, in our opinion, the best popcorn ever. movie, uh, Best ever movie theater popcorn. And... So, Mop Bucket, Mop Bucket list is a very short list of movies that we have on there, but uh, but, it's, and, but it's we also the biggest popcorn you can get. Yeah, it is a huge thing of popcorn. Yeah, so we go from burnt to small, medium, large, and then Mop Bucket for those very few uh, well-deserved titles. Yep. So, gentlemen, where do we land? I'm a medium. I don't think I think I, I could recommend it to everybody. It's not outstanding. It's not bad. It's just a good middle of the road movie that you know is interesting, but nothing. You know, it's not a big think piece. It wasn't terribly funny, but it was just cute enough to be entertaining. So right. I, I'm medium. I could be talked into overflowing medium, maybe. Yeah, that's kind of where I was landing overflowing. 
came in here this morning thinking I might go large, but I don't know. I'm going to think about it a little bit more, Joe, if you're ready. Okay. I, I'm going to say I've teetered between medium and overflowing medium. I think what sold me on possibly an overflowing medium is just uh, the uh, Ann Ramsey's performance of Mama. Mama made the movie. If Mama wasn't in the movie, I think it would have changed. Well, I mean, obviously it would change the plot, but if they would have had a different person playing Mama, I don't think you would have gotten as great a reaction out of it. Yeah. I mean, the lady was only in 10 minutes of film, and, and we talked a good chunk about yeah. her, and we thought we thought we said she was in there longer. Got so, an Academy Award nomination. Yes. Only spent 10 minutes on screen. Yes. Pretty impressive. So I'm going to go with a solid overflowing medium on this one. Yep. I'm with you. Overflowing medium for me. Okay. Pretty good general consensus. I feel like we're uh, falling in line with how we're starting to watch movies now because it's always interesting. You know, you watch movies for fun and then you watch them to critique them. It, I think it changes. Yes. The stuff you pay attention to and kind of... Because I was thinking as I was watching, I was like, man... You know, the one, you know, throw him outside before he stinks. That was kind of a funny part, uh, you know, starts to smell or whatever. And I was like, is that enough to carry it? Yeah. Right. Yeah, is that enough to push this up into a large for me? And the answer was no. Right. Uh, but, you know, I had those thoughts while watching the movie. So it's interesting once you start critiquing films how you approach it. Yeah. But, uh, huh, yeah, so, all right. Right in that medium range. Not a bad deal. So fan no. pick, you know, if yeah. you're... No big misses, but <laughs> yeah. nothing uh, make you... Kill over laughing or anything. Yeah. So if you're a uh, fan watching, make sure you submit some movies for us to check out. That's always fun. I like it. And then, uh, Justin, you're yeah. up next. Yeah. You already have a pick? You didn't have I a do. pick before the show. Yep. So. I was able to find one. Really? Yep. All right. With you're going to snow re- on the ground, first snow of the season. You're... Starting to get in the Christmas oh, movie boy. spirit. Here we go. <laughs> From 1988. Is this a Hallmark special? Is that what we're saying here? Hallmark special? Justin's going Hallmark on us, I bet. No. No? 1988. 1988. That's right where we were. We were 87. Yeah. Die Hard. No way. The Nakatomi building. Okay, so full disclosure. Die Hard. I have never watched Die Hard. What? Yes. What? And it's been so long for me that it'll be. No way. I have never watched it. No way. Streaming now on Amazon Prime. Oh my gosh. Die hard. Nakatomi. This will be interesting to see it through the critique. Hans Gruber. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen this a couple times. Now, I won't bring, we won't have to discuss this, but do you you guys do know that there is a controversy online that if Die Hard is is or is not a Christmas movie, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can see that. It falls during Christmas time. There's a couple of Christmas jokes, but that's about it. That's why, I, yeah, it's part of the reason I went with it, because we're pretty early in December. I didn't want to go full-on Christmas movie. Yeah, okay. you were going full-on Griswold, right? <laughs> uh, wasn't quite ready to pull out the How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Die Hard. Bruce Willis. I'm excited because I've never seen Die Hard. But it was on my list. It's like an American staple. I know, I know. But it was on my list, so I'm I'm excited. Yippee ki <laughs> You'll know what that means when we get done. Oh, I've heard that reference before, so That's hopefully, funny. uh, Cena doesn't suffer too much. Yeah. On this one. Well, oh, it's over two die hours. Die hard. So. Is it really? 
It's full of action, though. Joe will like it. Explosions, yeah. shooting. <laughs> yeah, lots of action for Joe. Oh, Joe right. will be entertaining. That's the way I like it. <clears throat> Good old Al the pal. Lots of references for you. I'm curious, because I've never really looked at Die Hard from a critique-type standpoint, Ooh, nor... So nor from the side of uh, you know trying to rate it because it's always you know you I watched it once a long time ago and right. then kind of just caught bits and pieces here and there, yeah. so I haven't watched the full movie so for a long time. Yeah. So, so this is going to be an interesting. And I think they got discussion. Die Hard two and three as well. So yeah, I think maybe even four. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I know the one. I always like the one with uh, shoot, what's his name. Um, He was in the. It's the one where they got to weigh the water. It's a riddle because they're setting off bombs. Supposed to set off bomb in a school and they got to weigh water using two jugs, like a two right. gallon and a five gallon. They got to make yeah. uh, three gallon or something like that. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. There are six diehard. No movies. way. Yes. Six. Six. No. Yep. That's crazy. You got Die Hard, Die Hard 2, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Live Free or Die Hard, A Good Day to Die Hard, and McLean. <laughs> They're just getting creative with the titles. After what? A Good Day to Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Die Hard with a Vengeance is the one I think. With the water? Yeah. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. It's pretty neat because they play, you know, they're in New York or somewhere. I think New York. But, you know, Samuel Jackson's in a black neighborhood, you know, and they, they kind of get tied together through this whole thing, so they have to work together, you know, and they're both prejudiced towards each other. You know, one guy's a cop, one of them lives in a sketchy neighborhood, and they got to work together. And Samuel L. Jackson just brings a lot to it. It's kind of funny. And, and another one I don't remember falls kind of in that same realm, Lethal Weapon. Oh, I like Lethal Weapon. It's a very interesting pick, Justin. I, I'm excited. Like I said, uh, this was on my list. I think, yeah, without it being December and our first snow today, I don't think I would have picked this, but I know <laughs> I'm aware of the controversy where it's okay. sort of kind of maybe some people try to claim it's a Christmas. Well, that, so. So that, this is going to make a uh, very good show next week. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll have to dig into the controversy a little bit and see where I come down on it. Yeah, so we, we each have to have, a re- have our rating and... Uh, explanation if if it's a Christmas movie or not. Yeah. Fair enough. Hmm. Lethal Weapon. I can't believe there's six of these. Six Die Hard movies? Yeah. I had no idea. I haven't seen past three. Hmm. Alright, tune in next week. For anyone out there who hasn't seen Die Hard, it's hard to believe, but people like that do exist. <laughs> hey! <laughs> no, it's, it'll be a whole new experience for me because it's been so long. I think I was just a little too young. Like, I don't think my parents were like, yeah, I don't know about you watching that when I was... Yeah. I mean, it, you know, there's a lot of violence in it. So the the last one, McLean, actually goes back, and is set in 1976, and it follows John McLean as a rookie cop on the NYPD. Huh. So now they're just kind of grasping. The Die Hard is actually an eight-issue comic book limited series. Really? I guess. 
kind of crazy. Huh. Anyway. Justin, he drove us way off topic. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, you actually, no. Your movie's Die Hard, so never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even, I can't even remember what we were talking about. I was like, yeah. But Die Hard's your pick, so okay. Yeah. Die Hard's your pick, we're in good shape. Yeah, we're, so we're on topic. Yeah, so it's available on Hulu, Peacock, and Amazon Prime. So you want to watch along and follow up next with this next week. Yeah. Yeah. Next week. All right. So what show is this? 30-something. Didn't you send out a text, Joe, that said something? Uh, we... Yeah, this week was our one-year anniversary of doing the show. Really? Yes. So one-year anniversary, and we're on show what? Number 40. Show 40. 40. So we only missed 12 weeks throughout the whole year. Yeah. With COVID and everything, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, not bad. And our busy schedules. Yes. Because we all do different things. So One year. It's been one year. Well, well gentlemen, happy well, one-year anniversary. Happy yeah, anniversary to us. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to throw in another, a couple of little... Uh, bonus ones too, like the that real short film we did. That was yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, the Grand Ginga. Yep. Pick up a good another. Well, I'm not spending my pick on that. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> Mine's gonna be a real movie. Yeah. Not that those aren't, but you know. All right. <clears throat> so for more news and reviews, be sure to visit our website at beentherewatchthat.com. Follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at btwtpod. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five star review been there watch that we're on all the major podcasting platforms and all of our episodes are hosted by anchor.fm all right sounds good well gentlemen another great week I throw mama from the train is a good uh uh fan pick i really like it so fans if you're out there you know throw in some movies for us make it interesting we put it on the random number generator and pull up movies until we find one that we all agree on and like or think will be interesting and uh you know Hopefully we'll avoid some Howard the Ducks and Road Warriors and uh, we keep on trucking. Rest assured, gentlemen, my pick next week will be another stunner. I'm just telling you. Uh, we'll, another we'll stunner. It'll be another home run. Uh, okay, well, I'd buy into stunner before I would the home run because the stunner could be good or stunner could be like... That's why I said it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no no big promises here. Yeah. I'll go, go middle of the road because you never know. Anyway, all right. Well, been there, watch that. Show number 41 year in the books. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. For myself, Joe, and Justin, we're out of here for a week, and we'll be back next week with Die Hard. All right. Good stuff, gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs>